You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. The Ick. You might have heard this term before, guys. Sex in the City used it, along with a few other popular TV shows from that time frame. And my girlfriends and I have been saying it for years, so maybe you have too. But what is the ick exactly? Well, it's when you're dating someone and everything feels really great, but then like randomly you see them one time and something feels not right. Like they're chewing annoyingly loud and it's like grossing you out or... You notice they have like a weird ear or something and that like drunken flirty behavior that like used to be cute is like totally unsexy. Yeah, that is officially the ick and like COVID guys, we have probably all had it at this point. So Jen, Rob, have you guys ever felt the ick and were you totally caught off guard by it? Were you like, why all of a sudden am I like repulsed by this person? Yeah. 100% I've had the ick. I mean, I'd probably have been in a lot more relationships if I had ignored the ick, but it's uh, people can get on your nerves really quickly out here or I guess anywhere. But Jen, what about you? Have you had it? Definitely have had it. I think that's when I usually say on the show that like my skin starts like standing up or my hair starts standing up on its end and I like physically am repulsed by somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, you already got it wrong. It's your skin is crawling or your hair is standing up. Yeah, not your skin is standing up. My skin and my hair. We all got the ick. All of us. All parts got the ick. In fact, I think my blood was also doing something. Boiling, maybe. You were sick. You were sick with the ick. A hundred percent. Your whole body. No, and that's like usually a clear sign to me that like I am not meant to be with that person. And I've had really great dates with somebody. And then I think the ick usually comes out when I can't force it. And so I'm like, oh, man, this person's nice and checks all these boxes and all the things that like, you know, in theory I want. But ultimately, we just don't have that connection. And I am uncomfortable being around them. Or I get a stomach ache, guys. You know, I've talked about that. That's like the ick in my tummy. Yeah. Yours is more yeah. yours is more of a, a, a like a aura energy ick. Whereas mine's a superficial ick. Where like I I well I look for things on people right away. I kind of do that whole like I see if I can push my own buttons or like like I've used that example before when your thumbnail or a nail hurts and you just push on it more for some reason. Um, I do that to myself. So I, I look at somebody or if I'm dating somebody or I'm with somebody, I'll be like, okay, look, what can I start finding that I'm going to fucking find annoying really quick? Like, how can I, oh yeah, they're, they're... and then I have friends that also put point things out to me about people I'm dating. 
Like I have a very, very good friend who will be like, oh, you're dating her? I'm like, yeah, like she's cool, blah, blah. Like, what about her teeth? She's got too much gum. Like, why, how, like how can you deal with that much gum? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I'll be like, okay, well, now she has too much gum. I can't unsee it, you know? But um, or or he'll say stuff about me to them, and I'll be like, "Why would you do that?" Now they're only thinking about that one thing that you were joking about, but now that's probably what they notice about me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I do that too, Rob. I'm a little bit more like you in that sense. Like I, I it's a superficial ick, like, but it does like give me a stomach ache. I'm like, oh no, like I, girl, you're grossing me out. I can't. Like a a, a girlfriend of mine. She was dating this guy kind of casually for a while. And then one night she slept over his house, woke up in the morning. He put a robe on and it was like a weird old man plaid robe, she said. And she's like, I got the egg and I had to go. And then she was like, done. Oh, God, that's hilarious. That's that's really superficial. No, I'm sure there were other things. And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. But yes, mine is the same as yours, Rob. Like, and I I do look, I have looked for things in the past. Like, oh, is that going to bug me? Is that thing that he's doing right now going to bug me? Yep. Now it's bugging me. Great. There it is. Okay. Now that's it. I do. I do superficial in the beginning when I'm looking at somebody. (laughs) This is sounding very bad for me, but like I'll, I'll look for things, but then it's also like if there's a sexual chemistry or we go out a lot with friends or whatever, and you hook up and the hooking up's good, then you kind of look over that stuff. But then when I get to know them a little better, like maybe three weeks in, or, you know, they're spending more time at my house type deal, or I'm spending more time with them. I have this thing called misophonia. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. It's, uh, I actually now think about it every time somebody I don't know chews in front of me. You think about it or still you think about me having it or you? I think about you and then I try and see if I feel that way and I don't usually. So you brought it up in the in the beginning, Lauren, about chewing annoyingly, but like yeah. it's everything. And I'm going to read it to you real quick because people should know about this because yes. it's a number one. I have it too. See, two out of three people on this podcast have it. You'd be surprised how many in the life have it. but like. So it says it's a disorder disorder of decreased tolerance to specific sounds or their associated stimuli that has been characterized using different language and methodologies. Reactions to trigger sounds range from anger to annoyance to activating a fight or flight response. The condition is sometimes called selective sound sensitivity syndrome. Common triggers include sounds like loud breathing, chewing, swallowing. I mean, when I edit this thing, when I edit this podcast, if I can hear us swallowing, I stop and take it. I take it out. I take it out. I'm about <laughs> to do it right now because I'm making myself do it. Uh, clicking sounds like Jen, when remember, you know, when you're do, when you're like typing stuff before we start and you're on the keyboard and I'm like, I have to mute you right now. I'm going to fucking reach through <laughs> the screen and grab your computer. That drives me crazy. Or like when um, people, you know, what drives me crazy is that because then I know it's about also you're about to make a disgusting chewing noise. It's like wrapping like the wrappers and candy, like crinkling. I'm like, stop. Oh, that, at the, if I can't do that, even the wrapping and thing, I can't hear people pouring soda over ice. Like yeah. I, when I watch TV, I sit with my remote control in my hand so I can hit mute at any point I need to. Like I'm watching that show Severance right now. I just finished watching yeah. it and they, there's no reason why they're eating that much and drinking water and liquid that loudly. Yeah, so yes. my point being that this is a real condition. It's Should like a real thing. Group? Huh? Should we start a support group for you guys? 
Well, there is one. I almost went to one in Amsterdam that's supposed to like help fix it. But I have a lot of friends that will send me like memes and posts of, or ASMR or whatever it is and be like, just listen to it. It'll help you. I'm like, that's not going to help me. That's going to enra- enrage me even more. But I noticed I have I've had girlfriends that either I got mad at them for chewing too loud near me because they know I have this problem. Like I can't even eat without the TV on and they listen to myself chew. Like I hate it. So yeah. or they get they're so insecure around me. Be eating that it drives them crazy. They don't ever want to like have dinner with me. So that like could give you the ick. I mean, that's like that's different than the ick though, because that's just a thing that is like even someone you're madly in love with that's not giving you the ick. That's always going to be a problem. But that like that could if you don't have this this like thing, this disorder, like somebody who just has like bad table manners or something that you might. Mm. overlook the, you're not going to be the ick would not let you overlook this thing it would be also overlook. manners and a sense of humor all of those things so the way somebody just presents themselves smells i've had the ick because somebody's pheromones were not the ones that i wanted to sniff in my nostrils and so <laughs> i it's just somebody's laugh could be icky anything could be icky mm-hmm. I, if you're Talking just, to, the way you talk to a waiter like you said, like manners, 100%. like the way you'd speak to somebody. Just, I think if you're not that into somebody, you probably have the ick quicker. And then if you're looking for things, well, you know, I'm no ick professional, but I think we're going to learn all about it today and how it shows its ugly head and also could probably save you some trouble if it actually does signal that you should get out of something. Well, according to Pop Sugar article that caught our eye, what exactly is the ick? Well, this is a, is a grossed out feeling. Usually it surfaces in the beginning stages of a relationship before you form a bond that helps you overlook someone's flaws and imperfections, which obviously I don't do very well. So how can we arm ourselves against the ick? Well, we've got some solutions. Today, we're going to talk more about what it is and not just what we think it is because we're icked out by a lot of fucking things. Why we catch it what it means if we keep feeling it from partner to partner, how to know if we gave someone the ick, and how we can get rid of it. Well, thank God we can get rid of it because it sounded like, I don't know, something that's chronic forever. So the question is, have you caught it? And are you sick of the ick? Feeling slightly repulsed by someone you're dating begs a few questions, guys. (laughs) Is this just the novelty wearing off or is something majorly wrong? Am I just not that into you? I would feel the ick over and over again and be like, am I a lesbian? What's wrong with me? Like, (laughs) it's like, you know what I mean? You're like, what is wrong? But it's not the ick. It's like way more common than we think, you guys. Okay. It's like. And not just for Gemini's. Not just for Gemini's, right, Rob? Even though you do go on a journey that gets you to the ick. Uh, yeah, I, I find the ick a lot. And if I don't find the ick, then I don't know. Then you make it to month four with me. But like, yeah, <laughs> Geminis, we tend to, you know, dismiss things really quickly and get distracted by other shiny things. But um, the ick is more common than we think. It's just a trigger signaling something that is out of alignment, but doesn't always mean the relationship is doomed. Um, what might be off, you might ask yourself. Where is the feeling coming from? Is this person reminding you of someone from the past? That's a good one. Yeah. If you're like, especially if you're a perfectionist, like the ick might happen more easily for you because you're, you know, 
you're maybe a little nitpicky or things need to be a specific way, or maybe you come from a family that was overly critical of personal traits or whatever your triggers and background and history and wounds are may affect this. But you're supposed to ask yourself like the questions like Rob just went over, what is, what feels off? What, where does this come from? Is this person triggering me from a potential past relationship? That's that's a big one that I wouldn't even have thought of, you know, like, like obviously Jen even said, you know, when she gets in cars with people that don't give her snacks and then give her, (laughs) and then like, she gets the ick, she has to like throw up and get out of the car. Right. Like she gets like physically ick. Right. So like she knows when something's off right like that um like I said it's more of a physical thing for me but then like to think about why I I had a I had a therapist once a long time ago different therapist now just reiterating and I was dating this girl and she and I'm like yeah I like her but I don't think it's going to go any further and she's like why and I'm like there's just something off and she's like what and I'm like I don't know but there's something that kind of just like I'm not I'm not fully attracted do you know what I mean like I'm not fully in and she's like, well, what do you think that's coming from? And I was like, fuck vinyl. That's why I'm here sitting with you and paying you $150 an hour. You know, like, wh- why do you think I'm here? And then that's what it gets into. Like, did she remind me of somebody else? Did like, did her traits or little things she do? Like, maybe, maybe I watched my dad be rude to somebody as a kid. And now the way you said something to somebody else reminds me of that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so once we sort of identify those things and maybe hash out where it's coming from, how the heck do we get rid of it? Because maybe you actually do like that person and want to keep seeing them, or maybe you need to end things, which, you know, is my favorite thing ever, but you need to mindfully shift your attention inward. The way that you generally feel during interactions with a partner is a much better indicator of a relationship health and success than observable external factors. So like kind of going back to like my stomach aches or I've, I think I've said on the podcast many times, like I just feel uneasy around somebody or unsettled or anxious. And I'm just like, my body reacts in a way where I'm, it's like fight or flight for real. Um, and not in an avoidant way. If we're going to like bring in also, um, uh, attachment styles, but more mm-hmm. in a, like, I've, I need to trust my gut kind of way. You know what uh, else? But- well, to, to that point, you know, what else is good is like, or not good, but something else I thought of is like, have you guys ever woken up next to somebody or like try to sleep next to somebody and their energy? You just can't, you can't. There's been times where I've like had to get up and be like, I have to go home. Like I can't sleep next to this person. Or I've even slept on the floor because I'm like, there's, there's just an energy that's like, I I don't want to be here. I don't want to be around this anymore. And it's not like we had bad sex or anything like physical like that. It was just like asleep and like can't sleep and like had to get out. You guys ever feel that? Like that kind of vibe? I think I think that sounds familiar. I don't know if I would describe it exactly that way, but yeah, like just an uncomfortability for whatever reason, like laying next to somebody or, yeah, I felt that before. Just kind of like, mm, yeah, like if you're not drunk enough to pass out or something or I don't know, but it, yeah, I, I don't know that I ever thought of that as the ick, but now that you're talking about it in this way, yeah, I think I felt that before and yeah, probably was a form of the ick. Yeah. Well, well, and what 
this article recommends is that you actually look a little bit deeper into what might be causing the ick or like, for example, I think Rob with your like hearing of sounds and things, maybe someone has a jaw issue and chews with their mouth open. I'm making this up just to, you know, exaggerate the fact, but there might be a reason someone's doing something that icks you out and maybe just having a conversation about it. Or well, I do. Yeah. I have I have like good conversations. Like- I tell people about it, right? I make them aware of it. I don't just sit there and plot their deaths the entire time. <laughs> like I'm like, listen, this is something that bothers me, and then I tell them about the misophonia, and then I'm like, so this is like you know, and it's all these things, and then now they're aware. Like Jen, you said, now you you are when you hear somebody chewing loudly, you think of me, right? Because you're like, fuck, that would probably drive Rob crazy, right? Totally. They do that too. I mean, I was trying to get my dog to chew with his mouth closed the entire <laughs> time I had him. Like I, I was, it, it, he actually started doing it a little bit. Like Aww. it wasn't as loud and sloppy every time, but I guess, yeah, lead with like, being more mindful of people in like giving them the space to fix the ick. I don't know. Like, how yeah, well, I think it's just not ick? judging it like off the bat. Yeah. Like it's one thing if it's a chemistry thing and you aren't attracted to the person, but like, I guess kind of going back to what I was saying, if you do like things about somebody and there are a couple little things that are a little askew and you're starting to pile them up because that's what we do. We're like making a case against them and that ick becomes a bigger ick. Instead of doing that, maybe justifying it or just not judging them for it. I don't know. It's tough. I can't yeah. say that I've ever done that but i mean either way and then like also do you think that there are factors that increase the ick like alcohol maybe like if you're drinking a lot like do you does your hearing rob go into like high pitch and now you hear everything someone's chewing or no the alcohol would increase your chances of feeling the ick because if you're drinking and you're like out with this person and you're like kind of you know you're like sloshy you're drunk you're not paying look when I, the thing that would bother me like when i was drinking is if somebody's smoking right then i'd be like that's disgusting like uh and then make a big deal about it probably publicly with <laughs> this because like- i'm drinking but i mean like so somebody asked me once i was dating this girl and we wound up breaking up because of the ick but because of how she kind of talked to people and like had this kind of superiority type thing when she was around certain people and I didn't like that I was like this girl and I are never going to be friends because she's got to be able to be chill but she asked me about the sounds thing she was like what about sexually and I'm like what do you mean she's like what about like those sounds sexually like I was like kissing I can't I can't hear people kissing it drives me crazy Um, what if you're the person kissing and what if they're kissing you well, no, well, that that first, I don't think I've noticed that as much. If I did, I would probably change the kissing so it didn't happen as sloppily. But she's like, she was talking more about like going down on people. She's like, what about like me going down on you? Does that sound bother you? And I'm like, no, not at all. But I kind of like it, you know, so it's like. But we need to be clear here because all these things are totally relatable. But the ick is really things that are like not, okay, it's not like the way someone is talking to someone like you mentioned before, Rob, and like you you ended up breaking up because of like these, that's like a moral fundamental thing that you're like, all right, I am never going to align with this person. You treat people like shit. I'm exaggerating, but it's right. not ever going to happen. I'm not, I don't see myself with you. The, like we're talking and like, yes, this sound thing you have, that's like something you're going to have to deal with every single partner, right? Like 
yeah, it's icky, but like it's we're like kind of focusing in on this these moments where you're like getting close with somebody and the things that all of a sudden some random, dumb, meaningless potentially things are starting to gross you out and you feel yourself like kind of like retreating and feeling icky, stomach ache, like repulsed, like not sexually attracted. And so you need to ask yourself like, wait a second, are these like, is this some trigger within me? Is this person reminding me of somebody? Is this thing really that big of a deal? Like these are all the things that you need to sort of like, you know, like turn your attention inward and like ask yourself these things and decipher whether or not like, okay, now that, now that we're talking about the ick, you can say yourself, Hey, this might be the ick. You take some (laughs) steps further and you, and you go like, all right, is this the ick? And this is something I can like stop judging over. Or is this something that is a red flag, which it just sounds so funny. Cause like, what if I had a girl that I started dating and like certain things were coming and then I wanted to have a communication with her about it. And I was like, honey, this might be the ick. It might, we might, <laughs> yeah. we might be experiencing the ick. Yeah. We should talk <laughs> about the ick. So offensive. <laughs> okay. But so like, when is the ick like an actual red flag? Because like you need to get to that point where you're asking yourself that question. Like, is this a red flag or am I just kind of grossed out and I can move on? Red flag and, for red flag for us or red flag for them. See, I would have friends tell me that it would be a red or. flag for me and that I either need to get or. over shit. Any, any, either or whatever, if you can't work through it for yourself, then maybe you need to go work on this thing before you can get into a relationship. But like probably more like a red flag as the person, but just a red flag in general. Like, are, are, are we having a weird communication style issue that like can't be fixed? Can it be fixed? Like, can this issue be worked on? Is it even worth working on? Like, then you get to the point where you're like, is this toxic? Is this like a really unsteady, unsafe feeling relationship? Like, Okay. Well, Lauren, you're married. Yeah. So you guys spend all your time together, right? And yeah. you're in each other's ears and you're doing all kinds of stuff. And was there an ick that happened in the beginning that you got over or is there an ick that has developed over time? Because over time could cause icks too, right? I think Definitely. It, yeah. Like you said, throwing well, ick, laundry in the corner. Yeah. I think the ick is more like when you haven't formed a, a tight bond in order to overlook some things that you maybe could overlook once you were in love with somebody because you're at that crossroads in a relationship where you're like not a stranger but you're not boyfriend and girlfriend you're like in that that limbo where you're like maybe we're starting to get serious but like i now i don't know if i like you enough to like tolerate that weird ear thing that you have like i don't know i i don't know you're kind of grossing me out because i'm not like in love with you no i didn't de- develop the ick with James at all ever, which is, I guess, a good thing. And I wouldn't say I ever developed it later on in the relationship. But yeah, I think we all of a sudden there might be something like, okay, he it, he gets so annoyed. I just discovered this like a couple months ago. If I leave the sponge in the in the sink, not on top of the sink, like next to the soap. And like, that's not the ick, but he like, yes, you discover annoyances and things. At least that's my experience. But the ick is that weird limbo in between getting serious like you haven't bonded with the person enough to like overlook these things unless like we're talking about it's a red flag or it's like a moral or fundamental difference like you know that you can't get over you know mm-hmm. like if it's a non-negotiable that is not the ick so this, so this are th- these of these 
people have um, pop sugar have just made it so the ick is only in the beginning. It, it's I like mean, I think it yes because I think that's kind of the definition of it. It's like when you haven't formed that bond yet to overlook some things that might you might overlook if you were in love with the person. But, like yawning with their mouth open every time they yawn? Right. Is that yeah, a like thing? Maybe you would think it's sure, sure. That could be something that gives you the ick. It's like a personal thing. But I think that you may, it's something that you think about in general, like maybe wouldn't bother you if you were in love with the person, not the chewing thing, not any moral, like you treat other people like shit, nothing like that. Like other little things that you might normally, or think about this, this is a way to identify it. Like if you don't really like somebody, they might do something that then you, that you're like, ugh about, and you can then Rob, maybe go back or Jen, or I go back and be like, oh, well, the other person that I really was in love with, like for a while did that and it didn't bug me. So maybe I just had the ick and I couldn't identify that I did or wasn't asking myself the right questions. Or, you know, maybe it went deeper. Sometimes the ick isn't that deep. It's just... So you were saying earlier about um, um, a friend with a uh, bathrobe, right? Yeah. yeah. You had a friend with a, that her, she was hooking up with some guy and... He, he put on a wore the you. weird bathroom bathrobe and then she said this ick and then I said well that's superficial and you said it was other stuff that built up over time and I that was the last it was. I can't be sure this was in her 20s and it was like whatever but I think I would venture to say that I think he just wasn't something just all of a sudden grossed her out and she was like I can't do this anymore and they weren't serious enough for her to be like joking around about the ugly bathrobe and I think she just like discovered in that moment like I'm just not that into you because that's what it can be sometimes sometimes the ick is not that deep You're well just that's what I was just going to say it's got to yeah. be like it's got to be it's the ick I think what it's funny because this article is making it about the other person like why what makes other gives the other person the ick factor right yeah and then but then like it sounds like it's all so inward that the other person can't protect against it because they don't know where the ick's going to come from. Right. You know? Well, and that's well, the point of comparing it to like what Lauren was saying about you, you, that somebody else might have done that before, but you liked them. This person's doing it and you don't like them. So the ick thing actually stands out. Like, okay, for example, ear hair. Like if I don't like a guy and he has ear hair, that ear hair is like he's the Lorax and it's growing out of every crevice and I can't stand it. But if it's somebody I do like, then I'm just like, okay, for Christmas, they get an ear trimmer, you know? So I think <laughs> the ick is just something that annoys you about somebody. And it could be unjustified. It could be anything. It's just your view of that thing because it's them. And it might be the straw that breaks the camel's back because you weren't into them anyway. And now it's like, ugh. Okay, I really don't like them because now I'm like physically icked. Yeah. Yeah. What and what happens this happened to me? What happens if you guys if you keep catching the ick like partner after partner after partner after partner? Like I said, like I was like, Am I a lesbian? What's going on? Like, why do I keep feeling like I'm grossed out all of a sudden? Like No, that's if you don't like the dick. Yeah. Not right. the ick. Well, hey, I thought, hey, I was maybe their dicks were giving me the ick, and then I was very confused. Um, <laughs> there's, there's the 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 sequel to the Lorax. We're doing Doctor Seuss themed all day today. Maybe it was the dick that gave me the ick. <laughs> <laughs> that dick was. Listen, that could also be a thing too. 
that you might be able to look past if you were in love with the person. But yeah, you just have to ask yourself, this is like, yes, you get the ick from somebody, but you ultimately turn inward and ask yourself some questions like, am I operating under the fear of rejection? Am I robbed? Am I nitpicking? Am I finding things about this person that I don't like? So now I can like make my list of things I don't like. And now they annoy me. And now I'm annoyed. Like, and now I'm self-sabotaging. And then exactly. it becomes, you're, I wonder if, I wonder if we ask the people who made this pop sugar thing, I wonder if we ask them like, does the ick become something else? Does the ick evolve into yes, something it else? Does. It does. It either evolves into a red flag that you're like, nope, forget it. This is actually a red flag and I don't want to be with you. Or it is just the ick and you move through it and you're like, you know what? I now am moving to the point. I've asked myself the questions. It, it, You know what this is? This is reminding me of somebody else. You're not that person. I'm going to move through it. And now I've created a bond with you and I'm in love with you. And that thing doesn't annoy me anymore. I don't know. Whenever I hear a guy friend say like ick, like I have a very specific friend and he'll say, he'll just be like, ick. He says it so decisively that it like, that's it. You're done. When you get the ick from this guy, when he says it out loud, you're not going any further on this journey. That's his stopping point. The ick is his stopping point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, I mean, also, but we have to remind ourselves that looking for the perfect person doesn't exist. So somewhere, what? It doesn't exist. Exactly. But you exactly. Ex- <laughs> all right. I'm ecstatic about uh, finding oh out God. how to know if we actually give somebody the ick because that could happen too. We can, it's contagious. So maybe we like give if it you're to them. using too many cheesy puns and then all of a sudden you get the ick. <laughs> oh my God. Dad jokes. No matter who you are, give me the ick. Actually, that's not true. If the new person says something silly, I just tell yeah, them. Yeah, we so. all know that that would totally fly yeah but that's dad jokes thing. is just something you get annoyed that's an annoyance to you no but like, no and- but it's a personal thing that could give somebody the ick and you're like why is this dad joke like grossing me out now like a bathrobe i mean come on like it can come from anything it's like kind of you know ick bombs that's what we should call them is he like they stepped on an ick bomb and like they had no idea where it was we had no idea you didn't even know where it was until it happened the whole thing just happened all at once, and it was an explosion of ick that came out it's of nowhere, and now you can't go back. It's ick or grenade. what is it? What's the thing that's in the ground? A, bomb. a grenade? No. no, grenades you throw. Yeah, oh, what's somebody, you're talking about a. Um, a now I'm blanking on the word too, and all of our listeners are going to be like, "It screaming it at the fucking yeah. radio." It's oh. called a. Um, God damn it! All right, but we all know what you're talking about. I'll yes. think about it. Okay, it's like stepping on that. So. I, I a need landmine. A landmine. Land yeah. What is okay. wrong with us? I don't know, but I, I think because we're so in the relationship world and stuck on icks and dicks that we can get there. But what we want to do is make sure that if we give someone the ick, we need to undo that. And how to find out if you're giving it to them, you'll notice they're pulling away. Cause like we've all felt that when you're like grasping at straws and you're like texting them extra and you're overcompensating because you feel them pulling away. We gave them the ick. That's what happens. Ooh, texting but, extra could be the ick. Over communicating could be an ick. Oh, so like many things. Ick. That's exactly. what we should have a shirt. We should have a shirt on our merch thing now called Icks or Dicks. For and it's just for it's a girl's shirt. It's don't a girl's tee. Don't get tea. the ick. Yeah, don't yeah. get the ick. Don't be a or, dick and pass around yeah. the ick. Oh, now yeah. that sounds sexually 
transmitted. Yeah. We don't need well, that at all. Maybe it is. Maybe don't that's do that how you either, get though. the Don't do that either. Okay. Speaking of sex, right. like you might notice this person is not like making sexual moves towards you. Like they, now, granted, it's not always the ick. Maybe they're just mm. not that into you. But like it could, these could be like signs of the like someone got the ick. But you can't really take it personal, right? Like you need to know. Okay, maybe this is the ick. Like. This is usually an issue that like stems from within that person. It's not like maybe it's not all about you. Sometimes it could just be like they're not that into you. But if it is truly the ick, like try not to take it personally because it well, well that begs another you. question. How long until you bring up like how long until, when do you tell somebody that they gave you the ick? What how how when do you do, bring Rob? it up? I don't think huh? you do. Why would you do that? Well, what if what if you it's just this one thing and like you said you have to work through it or like like it's a chewing thing or something that you can actually communicate with and then they'll they'll notice it. Maybe they don't notice they do it. Okay, fine. The chewing thing is something you need to tell everybody, but like Right, right, right. But like how long all right, well then how about this question? How long do you stick around after you get the ick? Like how long do you give it a chance to dissolve? Right? If it's a beginning thing. Or is it once you get the ick, the relationship's done? If the ick is more than the ick then i think the relationship is done but if it's just the ick and it's like not that deep then you ask yourself however long long enough for you to ask yourself those questions like wait is this something like that i can fix is this something that i'm triggered by like historically is this like okay but if you're figuring that out and it takes like two weeks to figure it it out that other person's gonna i mean the person's gonna feel it right they're gonna feel you falling away it takes like one or two more dates. And if you still feel the ick after you hang out with, you feel the ick on a date, then you hang out with it again, you still feel icky. Uh, probably not great. Maybe end it there. If you hang out a third time in your ick, that's it. You're, you're just not into that person or there's a fundamental issue that can't be fixed. That's my vote. I also think that if it's a pile of ick and literally you just can't stand anything about them, that's a different, very no, of clear course. Answer. That's that's not ick. That's not ick. That's not. But ick. then, if it's more like just there's like a couple, like one thing ticks you off, and you're feeling like, oh, I'm not as attracted to this person because that thing is giving me the ick. Then maybe you do talk to them about it, or you make like a subtle joke, like, oh, ha ha ha, someone finds that funny when you say oh, that joke. Ha uh, ha ha. Uh, you can hear me through all that hair on your ear. Ew. Right. <laughs> Oh no. Let me <laughs> whack you. Really good. No, that's a great point, Jen. I think that yes, of course, because part of this per, like portion of the relationship is getting to know each other. So of course you have to tell the other person, try to communicate your likes and your dislikes and your expectations and stuff. So absolutely, yes, you should bring up in a like disarming way, like you just said, Jen. Like that's actually seems perfect. You just sort of like, oh that you really those jokes are funny. Ha ha ha. Nope. Like <laughs> not yeah. to me. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, you know, if you can cure the ick and get through it, maybe you're just having a stressful week and you're just annoyed. Or maybe you're irritable or maybe they're something else. And like maybe everything else is great and you like a lot about them. So I think also evaluating the full picture and not just the ick. Or what if you do this too, which I think might be a good idea, but you ladies will tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, but also <laughs> that I'm wrong. Um, what if you ask them, you you deflect it. So in a way that it comes back to you. So you're like, is there anything about me that has annoyed you at all? Like in the, like recently, or is there anything about me that like, like drives you a little crazier that I could what work on? No, nothing. You're perfect. 
at what point do you feel there's then an you open- marry them then you're like i'm probably not going to find anybody else who finds me perfect so i'm just going to propose right now then I would say if that happens and they say like you're nothing, no, then you bring it up. You try to bring it up another time. You know yeah. what's always no, no, another safe? time. You know what's always safe. It's hard to do, but it's always safe in the moment. Get them drunk. Like, bring up the thing as fast as you possibly can. And if the conversation is not going great, like take a break and like come back to it, maybe and try and resolve it when you're less like if it gets too heated when you're less heated but I think it's hard to do because I personally if something's bothering me I ruminate I turn inward I like have monologues in my head and I'm like uh so annoyed and then I get more annoyed and I don't talk and I shut down and then I'm annoyed but I think it's better to try and call it out in the moment like hey that thing's kind of bothering me you know whatever so you don't have to wait but it is hard in the beginning stages of a relationship because you're not that comfortable so you like might have to turn around and wait a second and then address it later. But mm-hmm. I would say just try to address it as soon as possible. I agree with addressing it as soon as possible. I do think having a little bit of tact is useful as well. Probably to your point, Rob, I do think you are wrong, but big surprise there. I think the approach should be actually kind of doing the sandwich thing where you say something you like about the person or you tell them like the opposite of the ick thing. Let's say you hate that they chew with their mouth open. You could say like, I love when you chew with your mouth closed. Your mouth I love when open. you eat in the other room that, away from oh, me. That's a great disarming tool, Jen. I like that. Like to, to point out like when you like when someone does the thing that you want them to continue to do because they're probably not doing that annoying thing 100 or is that time. just passive aggressive and and you guys just know the difference no it's not aggressive nor passive it's actually saying something nice which I you like to compliment disarming. people at a bar so this is just saying a compliment i think it's disarming i think it's not passive aggressive i think it's disarming. but if she's chewing with her mouth open you say i love it when you chew it with your mouth closed that's passive aggressive well rob this, this one doesn't work chewing when you're with your mouth open for you is not the ick that's a disorder so that's like a whole thing that you have to address with every woman or right person. we're just using this as an example though i'm saying that you can come across people, passive exa- passive yeah, aggressive for, if you, for regular people yes saying to them <laughs> not you but for regular people without this disorder, I have this disorder too, so I get it. But you, for Jen, who is not bothered by this as much, if she could say, you have great manners. Like, I've noticed that about you. I love when you, like, are just polite and chew with your mouth closed and, like, oh, isn't that so annoying when people <laughs> chew with their mouth closed? No, and she- It's listen, like a and random thing so to annoying. say that's obviously so specific to what you're trying and to get to. Whatever. You could make a story out of it. I- I hate when people chew with their mouth open, don't you? Oh my God, it like annoys me so bad. But anyway, I really appreciate that. My grandparents were really into manners. My brother and I had to be very polite. Like that's what I would do. And that's Mm. true for me. Like I would like turn it into a personal little anecdote or whatever. But you guys, can you get rid of the ick once you catch it? That's what we were talking about too. And I, I personally think that you can. Do you guys think you can? I think it depends what the ick is and kind of the varying degrees that we talked about. Like, is it a physical thing? Like, does somebody give me a stomach ache? Probably they're on their deathbed. But if <laughs> if they... The relationship is probably on the deathbed. Yes. Sure. I have probably murdered them with this glaring look of murder. But and yes. Puke. Exactly. Because I barfed on their lack of snacks. But anyway, so I... I think if it's a humor thing, you can call it out. If it's something like small or like behavioral that can change. If it's somebody's 
pheromones, you cannot change that. So sorry. No amount of cologne can cover that shit up. But so I think it really depends. And also like, is it one thing that icks you out? And is it just something that's stupid and like insignificant in comparison to everything else you like about that person? Or is it so blinding to you that you cannot see this person in other eyes than they're unattractive to you? Yeah. I think you yeah. just have to ask yourself those questions to determine whether or not it's like just icky meh, or like a real red flag or like something you can't be fit that can't be fixed. Or, t- or just acknowledge the ick in the moment, not with the yes. person. Acknowledge it. And like you said, the next time you see them, if the ick is still strong, then then you don't have to – then it's like a, you, you can't get past it. You just – you yeah. made that point right there. You Acknowledging the ick is helpful because then it doesn't make you like feel like, what in the fuck is this feeling out of nowhere? Like I'm grossed out all of a sudden. Why? Like yeah. at least knowing that this exists and it's very common is, is helpful and a tool in its own right. So now we've given you all these other – tips and tricks to figure out if you've got the ick, how to move through it. If you're giving someone else the ick, like what to ask yourself, like when is it not the ick and it's bigger? All these things should be helpful, but I mean, you're welcome, right? Like the ick, hello, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. This is a real thing, guys. It's like, it's like a pandemic. <laughs> it is. And and I think everyone didn't know that like what they had wasn't the common flu. It's like an actual disorder that's going around from person. There's to person. no vaccination, but we no. have a little bit of medication for you. And I think yeah. that it's a it's a like there's certain things I think that are common in like a girl to girl relationship scenario. Like you said a lot of your girlfriends talk about the ick where guys just feel like they just get turned off by something and that's it. You know what I mean? So there's no real education behind it yeah. as far well, as, that's you know. why everyone needs to keep tuning into it's complicated where we talk about more icky things that happen in dating and relationship stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, share it with a friend. Also buy our merch. If you want to suggest any merch to us, please feel free to quote us. Tell us the slogans you like the best. Lord knows we littered this entire episode with a bunch that probably should go on a bumper sticker. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. Where can we find you all? You can find me at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S, E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. Guys, again, I have another fake account out there that is harassing a lot of people right now, and it's annoying as fuck. And I apologize. Instagram will do nothing about it. Nothing. They keep telling me it just it doesn't go against their community guidelines. So if you see anything that's not exactly like I said, I have no dots in the no in dots my handle. In his handle. No dots. I have none of that. But and I know he this person is uh, coming on strong to a lot of females right now and like saying really gross things. So I apologize for that. But. The fake you know, Rob is definitely giving the ick to some chicks on the ground. Yeah, a lot of ick from the fake guy. So I just wanted to say that now because if people are tuning in and following me on my handle from this show, I want to apologize. It's not me. And I see your DMs and I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can do about it as of right now. So That's wild. Well, we got to figure that icky situation out. And Lauren, where can everyone find you? I hope that you have no people taking your account these days. No, I thank God I did have that happen to me a couple months ago, but I am back in action at Lauren Leonelli on all the social needs. And I'm Jennifer Golden and nobody is trying to be me at all, which is kind of sad now that I hear you guys have stalker fans. But anyway, you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social needs. We'll be back next week.
Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.